All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show. Now, finally, we have a bit of a breather right now. We can all collect ourselves a bit while gold and silver take a bit of a breather. And of course, while our shiny friends were doing that uh, earlier on this morning, guess who took advantage? And if you guessed the US 10-year treasury note, you are correct. Now, in, ad- in addition to this, the, the dollar is showing some brawn. Uh, but not like Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of brawn. It was more so showing high school football player level kind of brawn. And a lot of behind the scenes action was causing this. So let's first see if we can make some sense of what's going on and what happened earlier on in the day. But first, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also, please hit the like button. Helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. So to start, let's take a look at the first major dip of the day around 4.30 to 5.30 a.m. ish Eastern Standard Time. Now gold went down, hovered a bit, then went down. Silver went down, kind of hovered a bit, went up, and then went down. So make sure you pay attention to uh, that pattern there Um, because you're going to see some similarities with our friend the US 10-year Treasury note right here up hover or market watch tends to reload uh, pretty frequently to show what the prices are in real time Uh, so you're gonna see that very shortly but what the shape of the US 10-year Treasury yield mimicked was silver's uh, shape uh, with its general it was up went down, hovered where it was, then went up again, and then retreated downward. Now, the yield is, is very different than the price of gold and silver. Now, if the price goes up, you know, that means more people are coming into gold. If the price goes down, more people are leaving gold, most likely. Same thing with silver. Now, for the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield, if it goes up, that means people are leaving it or disinterested in it. If it goes down, that means more people are piling in. So what this tells me by looking at it is, um, you know, this morning, while gold and silver struggled a bit, people started piling in to the 10-year treasury note. Now, for me, when I see something like this, I want to get down to the bottom of it. So let's see what was happening this morning. And... What we find is that we had some trouble down in London town with Britannia. Um, The pound was struggling against the euro and the dollar a bit because of EU and UK trade negotiations having stalled a bit. So let's take a look in more detail as to what happened. The pound sterling slipped deeper into the red against most major rivals Thursday after Brexit negotiators confirmed that no progress has been made in the pursuit of a UK-EU trade deal after both sides doubled down behind their respective red lines, risking further underperformance for their British currency. Investors were already eschewing uh, sterling when the final round of accelerated Brexit talks came to an end. Although losses picked up after the negotiators David Frost and Michael Barnier set out their respective appraisals of the outcome in remarks that laid bare 
the substantial areas of disagreement of disagreement that remain. Now, this comes from uh, David Frost. At the high-level meeting, the Prime Minister set out once again the fundamental principles which we have repeatedly made clear would need to underpin any future agreement and which are intrinsic to the UK's future as an economically and politically independent country. Any agreement needs to honor these principles in full. The EU's proposals so far, while a welcome response to the Prime Minister's statement, do not do so. Again, David Frost, the UK's um, negotiator. So we've got a little bit of a gridlock happening on the other side of uh, the Atlantic. And this uh, gave some strength to the dollar earlier on in the day. Um, And pretty much up until uh, 9 a.m., we started to see a rise in the strength of uh, the U.S. dollar. Again, wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of strength. It was more so like high school football level kind of strength. And, um, you know, we hit that peak around 9 a.m., and then we pretty much hit a reversal right after that. And one of the reasons as to why is because of this. So that dollar strength um, helped, or not one of the reasons why, but one of the things it contributed to was that dollar strength helped to contribute a bit to gold and silver's reversal this morning, even in the futures market. But remember, the dollar started retreating around 9 a.m., and it seems that that happened because of a reaction to this. Um, And we had another um, million level uh, uh, set of jobless claims, but not just that, it was actually an unexpected uptick in jobless claims that we had last week. It was about 1.416 million Americans that filed new unemployment claims. So let's get some of this detail here. The level of new jobless claims unexpectedly rose last week, signaling a weakening trend in the labor market. As states across the U.S. grapple with a resurgence in the Ronies, another 1.416 million Americans filed for the first time unemployment insurance benefits, up from just over 1.3 million the prior week, to mark the first increase in new claims on a week-over-week basis since March. Now, guys, this report came out around 8.30 a.m., and... um, Pretty much right after that, around 9 a.m., remember that 9 a.m. time is very important, um, the market started to react to this, and the S&P 500 and Dow futures began to turn negative. And what we started to see around that time were people piling into uh, the safe havens, uh, such as uh, the U.S. 10-year Treasury. And... um, Right around that time as well, silver began uh, struggling a bit around this nine o'clock time. And, um, you know, that's also likely due to its connection to uh, the not so good economic news and its industrial colors basically began to show. Now, finally, the 
um, last bit of uh, economic data that we got today were the leading indicators. And uh, U.S. leading indicators rise in June, pace of improvement slows. Data suggests U.S. economy will remain in recession territory in near term. Now, as we got the news at 10 a.m., the U.S. 10-year Treasury got a huge bid um, around that time uh, because we actually got a massive dip in the yield around that time. Now, again, I'm going to see if this thing will actually load up uh, around that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so right around this moment here, the uh, U.S. 10-year Treasury, as you can see around 10 a.m., um, Pretty much on the dot, things just started to people just start to pile into the U.S. ten-year Treasury. Uh, so it got a huge bid around that time. Also, around ten, gold began a sharp ascent um, right around that time of ten a.m. Once we got that news, and while that was happening, silver, um, you know, was struggling a bit, had a bit of a downtrend moment, but then started to pick up the pace a bit. So. Its industrial colors are showing a bit, a little bit today, but it also still has that safe haven quality that we know and love, uh, that duality that um, that silver has as well. But today, gold is looking uh, pretty strong, and it's getting closer and closer and closer to that nineteen hundred dollar level. So, everyone, that was your Thursday today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, we have two more episodes coming, uh, one an hour from now, one two hours from now. So hit that subscribe button, hit the like button as well. And uh, yeah, come along for the ride. Thanks again. It's Black Bullion.